두둥 넷플릭스 두둥 Christmas bitch. Christmas bitch. Christmas bitch. Christmas bitch. This podcast isn't here. <laughs> All I want for the Christmas is a big booty wife. That's right. Not just a big booty hoe. I'm sophisticated now. I need a big booty wife. You definitely haven't been using this joke for the last four podcasts. I need a big booty wife. You gotta have running jokes on the podcast, get people involved, and they gotta feel like they're having fun when they post that shit in the Reddit comments and stuff. You know what I mean? They get to feel like they're part of something, even though they didn't actually do any work. Yeah, it's that parasitic relationship thing that's everybody's. Yeah, uh, yeah. I like that's that. ruining our country. Parasocial relationship with big booty wife. You know what I'm saying? Parasocial relationship with some big titties. You feel me? <laughs> Oh, I don't know what even what that would even look like. I don't know, you know man. It's only fans. It's only it's only fans. Well, yeah, it's it's only fans. It's only fans. Never mind. I figured it out. <clears throat> we this is, we're on the podcast. We're using microphones, which were invented by Hitler. Did you know that? Uh, yeah. I, Kanye told me. <laughs> I didn't realize Hitler invented microphones. It's pretty tight. <laughs> Hitler was you know he's a painter and invented microphones. Uh, also killed a bunch of fucking people. <laughs> yeah, so what you're saying is he's not all bad, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You know, for I, the... I think there's room in our hearts to love Hitler, isn't there? Yeah, he made the autobahn. Yeah, no, he and didn't. microphones. <laughs> Autobahn. I like it's like both things. He, I mean, like uh, the the microphone thing is just fucking stupid, right? But people actually think Hitler created the autobahn, and he didn't. They had to move tanks, baby. That's what the autobahn's for. No, it was like that was the autobahn was like the uh, originally a, like a part of the Weimar Republic's uh, plans, and then was he fucking... was against it, and then he talk, took over, and he's like, you know what? I got a great idea. It's called the autobahn. Ever <laughs> <heard of> it? <laughs> Yeah, but Volkswagen. You know, he has that real charismatic tone. Yeah, but Volkswagen. You didn't, you didn't consider that, did you? I didn't. It's a wagon, for, wagon for the folks. Yeah, for the it's, people. It's a Volkswagen. It's, it's the people's wagon. Talking about people's wagon. Talking about big booty wife. <laughs> That's the people's wagon right there. Well, if your wife's booty is big enough, you can use this wagon. So I'm feeling better finally. Um,. It finally happened. I've gone back to the gym. It's been great. I don't feel suicidal anymore. Just my regular kind of depression. Uh, but I have developed, a, I don't want to say like a superpower or like a mutation, but there's been a side effect from COVID that I think is pretty cool. And it is that um, I can basically just fall asleep anytime, anyplace now. I'm just <laughs> ready to be asleep all the time. If I get in bed for any reason, I'll go to sleep. If I get too comfortable in my chair while I'm like doing work or whatever, I'll go to sleep. No worries. I can do it anytime. Street and the stoplight takes too long, baby. I can go to sleep. Pretty much. I don't know what the deal is. Been sleeping like 10, 11 hours. Doesn't matter sometimes. I can still just go to sleep. Fuck it. Fuck it. Things also still don't taste completely right. Is that, <laughs> do I have neurological damage? No, I think that, no, I don't think that's neurological damage. It's like every, someone, everybody <laughs> says that about COVID. Mm. I don't taste good no more. I can taste things. I'd say like ninety percent effectively as I used to taste things. But like I drank a Coke the other day and I was like, "There's definitely something missing from this flavor profile." <laughs> Sugar. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. This is a content sewer. We're a podcast. We use microphones invented by Hitler, and we watch Netflix original films, which basically Hitler invented Netflix. I think. Well, the guy that uh, runs Netflix is like, you know, I think Elon Musk is pretty great and he has a lot of good ideas. I don't know anybody is mad about him. Yeah, but Elon Musk is enemies with Kanye, who's friends with Hitler. No, so. Elon Musk is, is is just upset with Kanye because he posted uh, some unflattering pictures of him. 
He's like, come on, Connie, I thought we were bros or something. And he's like, don't show my titties. Oh, he, Kanye posted the Ghislaine Maxwell picture. Oh, was that one of the ones he posted to? He's just a bunch so, of shit he posted about you know, and he was posting their text messages. Like, it was just, it just personally offended Elon Musk. That's why yeah. he got upset. You know, the Hitler stuff is fine with Elon Musk. He's from South Africa. Yeah, he was. He did. Oh, is um, that be racist against white South Africans? Yeah, I'm white. I can do it. He didn't ban him until he posted the Ghislaine Maxwell picture, and then that was it. He doesn't like that one for some reason. Strange, yeah. Uh yeah, content sewer Netflix originals. I'm Kyle. That's Sean, uh, producer of the movie we watched this week. Is named Mickey Gooch. So I, that's actually my name now. I'm Mickey Gooch. <laughs> hey, Goochman. Now you dress me by my correct name, Mickey Gooch. Old Mickey Gooch, they call me. Oh, there he <clears> comes <throat> walking on the street, old Mickey Gooch. Mickey Gooch is like a is is that's an old that's an old man's name. Yeah, Mickey this Gooch. Is, this is directed by a ninety year old man. No, the one of the producers is Mickey Gooch. Oh, I thought at least the director is Mickey no. Gooch. My mistake. One of the producers, one of the EPs, yeah, is Mickey Gooch. He's definitely that's, a, that's like fucking uh, someone who would have ran in like Lucky Luciano's gang. That's what it sounds like. Mickey Gooch. Hey, we get oh, Mickey, Mickey Gooch. Gooch. Hey, yeah, he's the one that they sent out to Hollywood, and uh, once everybody got pulled in and shot up, he's like, "Oh, guess I'm just a producer now." <laughs> Uh, working for the Netflix, uh, me, Mickey Gooch. Hey, yo, this, I got something for you. It's a Christmas Prince. Old Mickey Gooch's Christmas, Christmas Prince. <laughs> so I have a little bit of the cough, but I think it's mostly because I've been smoking on that Santa pack. Ho, ho, ho. That's right. We're smoking on Santa, War on Christmas, another Christmas L, another big L for Christmas, the Christmas Prince. What is this bullshit? I, I just have a, like, a real... Why is everybody British? Because it's Aldovia, which you would think, Moldovia, not British, but whatever. Yeah, I thought they were trying to do some, like, I just, you know, all royalty comes from England. That's what Americans know. Wasn't the Princess Diary, that movie also has a made-up country where they're all British, right? Yeah. There's nothing original about this film. You Um, notice that the coronation is just a wedding ceremony, right? Yeah. (laughs) Do you take this kingdom to be your, your kingdom? And does anybody have any objections to you taking this kingdom as king? Yeah, this is the honestly the fattest L for Christmas. The, I'm staying at war with on Christmas. This did not help at all. This is uh, I loved it. I it was I went in expecting this shit. I got exactly what I wanted out of it. It is this movie makes the Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie we watched like fucking. Oh, yeah, that was a fucking masterpiece compared to this shit. Yeah, that this is, is that... this is uh the the Lindsay Lohan movie is like a like a the best version of these kind of movies. No, the, this movie is so bad. The, the Lindsay Lohan movie is like fucking Billy Wilder, Golden Age of Hollywood, Christmas in Connecticut. Good. That's how bad this movie is. I was like, the fucking, it's this. Put Lindsay Lohan's Christmas movie could be on sight and sound in the next decade. If they just keep producing shit like this, holy shit. You know how like only like 60% of like the United States is reading at, can read at like a sixth grade level or like fourth to sixth grade, they're like, functioning illiterate. Ask my wife who uh, works at a school. Yeah, I'm more. <laughs> well, I mean like, no, hey, it is because our public school system sucks. You know what I mean? I understand yeah. or whatever, but um, that's why there's so many fucking movies like this and people are just continue to be stupid and let their brains be rotted by this shit because like fucking they're they got baby brains anyways they got nothing to lose <laughs> my smooth brain christmas prince what the fuck you know, they made three of these shits oh yeah we're gonna watch them next year <laughs> it's fucking this is like fucking a nickelodeon movie it's oh, looks so terrible to fucking diss those nickelodeon movies that there was that snow days movie was pretty good no, I mean like fucking Nickelodeon, the year oh, two thousand four, like, made for TV. Like Fred, it's Fred's here, right? It's, like, it's got Fred's. like this has got like the production value of like fucking a Keenan and Kel episode. It is ridiculous. It looks so terrible. Everything, costumes, props, fucking the acting is so terrible too. Oh, this is I, I. This is the worst movie we've watched. Absolutely. Oh, this no, is worse God. than the, that fucking dick sucking fucking military bullshit movie we watched. Like this is ugh. oh, I, it's this is the, exactly what I needed. The perfect movie. No, I'm I hate Christmas <laughs> now. I hate Christmas. I like you knew I you knew what it was gonna be going in. How can you? I just exactly I guess Lindsay, I guess Lindsay Lohan got my expectations too high because that was the stupid dumb Christmas Netflix movie. I didn't think. 
It could get worse than that, but yeah, no, this is the this is like the fucking hallmark sludge. You know, like a lot of times on the internet, um, um, minorities will just be like, "There's way too many like mediocre white people that have success." Blah, yeah, blah, let's blah. talk about this shit for sure. Yeah, I see that, and I'm like, oh, I don't know, because like I I barely watch Western shit. I barely watch modern shit. You know what I mean? So like, I when I see that, I'm like, yeah, they're probably right. But like I can't think of any examples because I'm not watching like any like normal people shit. Yeah, there's even other there's stuff more mainstream than this too. But like this is like fucking in your face about it. Yeah, this is they're they're right. They're absolutely right. Well, as soon as as soon as we start watching this normie Netflix shit, it's like yeah, there are just com- just throngs of unremarkable white people that get to be in movies, huh? Fucking Ben Lamb, not me. Yeah, fucking, I could have been Ben Lamb. I'd be the fucking Prince Richard of Aldovia. I would not be in this movie, even if I was, like, down on my luck, struggling, <laughs> eating from the trash at the restaurant I worked at actor. I would not be in fucking... Oh, no, no, I would. No, I'd huck it up so bad. I'd have I, such a terrible accent. Nope, I'd move back to Arizona. Fuck that shit. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not being an actor anymore if this is all the shit I can get. Exactly. I'd give up on my dream. No problem. They're gonna put me in a Christmas prince. This, this sucks. wouldn't be my dream. I would just why not though, you know? No. Eat chew the scenery. Never. You gotta do it. Do it. Uh, what, this is what it is about. We've been pitched a Christmas movie from Netflix and I gotta, I gotta get you on board. No, I'm anti Christmas. I'm war on Christmas. You know how like there's tons of like uh, uh, call them like bitch ass motherfuckers walking around there, like going to war on like trans people and shit. I have that same visceral hatred, but for Christmas, I'm gonna stand outside a Christmas pageant with my AR 15 and my snow goggles. Yeah, I'm gonna be out there at like Catholic church when they do mass and be like, You guys are fucking groomers. Well, they are actually groomers. I gotta think of something better. Than- <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm two on the nose. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm standing outside Target. <laughs> and when people buy like wrapping, you know, shit to wrap presents and stuff, fucking groomers. Yeah, uh, with my uh, AR. you're just too, you're too broad there. Yeah, yeah, you just sound the like an insane is, person. The problem is, like, I'm an insane person. Religious institutions are grooming children. Yeah, that's kind of the point. Uh, well, I mean, uh, we can't say that, but yeah, it's kind of the point. Oh, you know what? thinking about my war on christmas and the the haters the fucking little dicks that are having war on trans people and stuff i just remembered a good christmas movie tangerine have you ever seen tangerine yes it takes place on christmas oh yeah my god i've seen it but is it really a christmas movie it takes place on christmas yeah but like lethal weapon takes place on christmas too and there's there's a scene where um the the camera lingers on a christmas tree for a while when you get to see the home of the taxi driver who loves um trans sex workers if anyone listening has not watched tangerine Go ahead and watch Tangerine. It's a fucking dope ass movie. It's a Christmas movie. Um, one of the only good Christmas movies. I mean, I guess movies. we're gonna get to Die Hard and shit like that. Yeah, you know, Tangerine's a Christmas movie. Go for it. Yeah, it takes place on Christmas or like That's around Christmas, I guess. Yeah. 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 It's tight. It's a good ass movie. Oh, uh, if you're one of the haters, you probably don't watch it because you're just gonna get just unreasonably mad that there's people with different gender identities and you. You're gonna shit yourself. To death, probably. Uh, probably not. I, I mean, if that happened, then we'd have a lot less trouble. I don't know. Whenever you see those fucking little ass, or little, little yeah, dick haters, yeah, it's just, it's just they a look like they're, shit, you know, but they look like they're like ready to have a stroke. You know what I mean? They got like that thin red skin, you know, like the fucking people. The ha- original haters thought Native Americans had red skin. The reddest people on the planet are like British Islanders, like forty-year-old British Islander men with like high blood pressure. You know what I mean? Like all the, uh, the, the alcohol doesn't help either. The soccer fans, those are the red. Those people have red skin. I've never seen a Native American person with red skin. This is all bullshit. It's like when they call Asian people yellow. That doesn't make any fucking sense. I've never seen a black person. <laughs> fucking, you don't ever see white people either, do you? They're like pink. Yeah, but that's not as fun to say. Oh, yeah. we got a wounded for the pink race? <laughs> Fucking pig flesh people. <laughs> you pig yeah. colors. I've been watching a lot of, uh, I've been going on a, a, a Tong Wei kick because Tong Wei's got what, what men want. They don't realize it, but what all men really want is a woman <laughs> with really strong baby hairs. Don't you think? Mm, 
No, but I'll let you continue. Listen, when Lust Caution came out, uh, Mainland China banned Tong Wei from appearing in films because she was too fucking sexy in it. That's the true fact. Just, you can look I it just, up. I believe it. China does lots of weird shit these days. And they said for the last 20 or 30 years and longer, if we're being mm-hmm. if we really want to look at it. But, you know. Well, they said Tong Wei, no way. That's what they said. And she couldn't be in movies in mainland China for a while. She had to work in Hong Kong. And most recently, it, um, Park Chan Wook's uh, decision to leave. That's why I watched the decision to leave again. And I was like, all right, I'm going to watch Less Caution again. Uh, Long Day's Journey into Night. I'm going I'm gonna hang out with Tong Lei for a while. And I was like, you know what? I know what it is. Strong baby hairs. That's Strong the secret ingredient. Yeah. Yeah, peach fuzz. Yeah, you know, like you, sometimes you you got uh, there's women with like baby hair so strong that they have like sideburns. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a little beard, a little soft, soft little man beard. Yeah, like soft little baby hair sideburns. Tongwei's got that going on, and that's what it is. I was yeah. like, you know what? That's what it is. I don't know if she can work in China still. Yeah, I'm gonna guess not. They haven't really loosened up a lot. We talked about it on the podcast before. I'm always like kind of looking in into China stuff because I like I want to. I want to understand, but the only way I'm going to know for sure is for President Xi to send me over there, send me to Beijing, buddy. I'm ready. I know you're listening. But, um, hey, just with the 24, the, imagine 24 to listen to this fucking podcast. The uh, World Cup stuff, I've been looking at like the memes and just propaganda, really, I guess, kind of that's kind of an out of China with regards to the World Cup because a lot of it's focused around, um, the failing masculinity of Chinese men, right? That's a big problem in China they've had culturally for a couple of years. It seems yeah, like we, we comes up on the podcast every once in a while. Yeah, because remember they banned effeminate men. I think there's a, a very disparaging term for them, like nonbo or something like that. I don't know if I should say it, actually. That might Probably be not. Offensive. I think it's like the equivalent of sissy, so it's pretty bad. But anyways, they banned those guys. But I, there's been memes that I keep seeing being passed around. That are like it's a picture of Mbappe, right? Mm-hmm. And then next to him is like two Chinese like pop idols who do look like like super twinks from Cyberpunk Future, right? Because you know that's kind of like what pop idol style looks like. Yeah, but it's um those guys aren't playing for your national soccer team, are they? Like in China, you think those guys are the guys <laughs> that are on the national soccer team? I don't know. I, I'm gonna be honest. I haven't seen the Chinese national soccer team. Well, you can't make it to the World Cup because yeah, they're, they're, not as, they're not as masculine as Western Europe or whatever. Well, I mean, they, they <laughs> keep off of a region, region, so they're just not as masculine as the other people in the Asian uh, conference. Well, you know what? That might be true because South Korea and Japan are doing phenomenally well in the World Cup. No one expected it. I knew it was going to happen. Son Heung-min, he's a good-looking guy. He's going to lead South Korea to victory. Technically, Australia, I believe, also plays in the Asian uh, conference. Oceania? Oceania. Oceania, yeah. Oceana. Oceana. <clears throat> um, they're not in the Australia's not in the World Cup. They suck, those kangaroo kisses. Well, no, they were in the group stage, weren't they? I must have missed them. I haven't been watching every game I though. Really, I literally have only watched like part of one game of the World Cup so far, so I don't give a shit. <clears throat> Basketball's on. What do I care? Um the well basketball happens all the time. World Cup's only uh every couple years. Yeah, whatever. Fuck them. Oh, every four years. Soccer is invented by the British. Oh shit, Australia is it. They are in the World Cup. Uh, I watch every game. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no, I didn't I said I haven't been watching every know, game. Give you shit. Oh, they're in the same group as uh France and Denmark. Oh. I don't think they made it out. Um no. Done and uh anyhow, uh yeah, so China can't make it into the World Cup because their men aren't masculine enough. And uh, the reason I think they're not masculine enough. It, follow, it all goes back to Tong Wei. It's because they banned Tong Wei. Oh, if yeah. Tong Wei is there. They'd be like, they, oh, we need uh-huh. that peachy fuzz hair. That's and right. Their testosterone levels will increase by 100 whatever milligrams per blood part. I forget how it works. They'd be like fucking Liver King. They'd have so you much know, testosterone. You, you mean full of fucking roids? Exactly, but natural roids because of the power of Tong Wei. Just like, that's what happened. I watched those, all those Tong Wei oh, movies. That's, that's how, oh, shit. All right, cut the podcast right here because we got to start our own viral bullshit. <clears throat> oh, it's yeah, hell yeah. Through, it's not eating raw liver. It's Tong Wei. <laughs> yeah, because I watched all those Tong Wei movies this week. And um, Friday, when I was chest, chest and shoulders, chest, shoulders, traps, push day, I was like, you know what? It's been a while since I bench pressed 300 pounds. Let's see if I can still do it. No fucking problem. Thank you, Tong Wei. And it's been like, 
I don't know, a year since I've benched, benched anything over like 250. 250? 250, too. Like, yeah, I don't bench press very often that much. Like, I don't focus on bench press very much anymore because I want to protect my shoulders. And then when I do, I'm usually only doing like 225. So, uh, Tom, thank I you, think, Tom. I you're not a real man because everyone knows you have to bench press as much as <laughs> you possibly can until you pass out. And that's how you prove how big your testicles are. I can't. My arms are too long and my chest is too wide. So, it puts way too much pressure on my shoulders. I'll never be able to bench press more than like 300 unless I actually do start shooting up roids for sure. I don't have very good you genetics. For you got the liver king. He's, he knows all about it. Yeah, um, you got to eat uh, raw meat, get some his bone broth supplements, his liver supplements, his blah, 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 just all the supplements. And make him balls of steroid ass, just like Hulk Hogan. The thing, a lot of people are like, duh, he's on steroids. And it's like, yeah, anyone who works out or anyone with like half a brain. Anyone with can, common sense, yeah, but the, he's getting these suckers. Yeah, anyone who can read above sixth grade level takes one look at him and it's like, yeah, he's fucking juice. He's fucking juicy, man. He's like fucking <laughs> shape of water. And kill, looked, man. Yeah, he, he looks like <coughs> he looked like a steroid. Yeah, but I, like, um, I would inject him into me to get buff. Yeah, the thing is, though, he is uh, just conning a lot of people. That shit's whack, so call him out. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, obviously, there's some people, most people can look at him and be like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. But there's a lot of dumb people. He's preying on dumb people. We've got to protect children and old people in society, right? They're our dumbest. But there's tons of dumb adults walking around, too, that we should protect. The best way to do that is to get rid of, like, charlatans. You know, I don't see a problem with it. People trying to defend him, like, yeah, obviously, he's on steroids. Who gives a fuck? He's a dumb liar. He's also like doing that like return primal blah 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 that's so adjacent to fascism anyways. Oh, I'm sure so he has like shit. I'm sure he's like perfect like pipeline for all these like weird ass gym bros to get further into right wing shit anyways, so fucking cut that off. I don't give a fuck about that nerd. He's also like five foot six. He's a little manly. <laughs> <laughs> that's the important thing. <laughs> yeah. That's why he's so insecure. Yeah. Yeah, you can you can bench press five hundred pounds, but can you dunk a basketball? No, never. He'll never be able to take enough steroids to be able to dunk a basketball ever. Yeah, tell that to Muggsy Bogues. He couldn't dunk. Bogues can dunk, just not in a game. Oh, Spud Webb. I mean, that's like fucking Steph Curry can't really even dunk in a game. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a little bit too risky when you're like how tall is Steph Curry? Like six three? Yeah, I think he's listed six three. Yeah, which means he's like six one. I don't know. I mean, some of the heights are more accurate than others, but, you know, yeah. we can say somewhere between 6'1 and 6'3. Yeah. Gone, probably. Yeah, you, like, even at that height, it's like, especially, like, NBA-level play, you're not going to be, like, trying to dunk. It's like, nah, that's a little too risky. Uh, 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 this is like, um, we've gone really far afield from talking about the Christmas Prince, but this is kind of what happened when I was watching it, is um, it was... Uh, Taking all of my willpower to actually pay attention to the movie. I was hyper focused. I was I was in on the Christmas Prince. It was also the, like the first conscious moment I've really had in the last few days. I spent a lot of time in bed. Yeah, because you were sick. I gave everyone COVID. That was phase one of my war on Christmas. Yeah, it's working. And then my yeah. phase two, I told you, is going to get the uh, railroad strike. I think I was going to get the railroad workers to go on strike, but it's illegal now. Jeez, God. Technically, it was illegal before. I think. No, it wasn't. But guess what? I'm telling you, Wildcat Strike. Let's do it, boys. I think they actually said today, like, all the unions were like, oh, we don't give a fuck. Yeah. So well, I mean, good. that's the thing, too, is, like, there there's 12 unions. Eight of them had to prove the contract and four hadn't. So, like, how I don't know how many of the union workers were super dissatisfied. You know what I mean? That's the problem with doing a Wildcat Strike. You have to have everybody involved. Otherwise, it's just like, I'm sick. Well, well, they um released that statement today, and it was every single one of the unions were against the resolution so yeah because they don't want the government to step in that doesn't you know that doesn't mean they, gotta, they have enough people to actually commit to well, a wildcat the, strike even when it was the four uh remaining unions represented over 63 percent or something like that of railroad yeah. workers anyway so it was still the majority of the workers i think they got what it takes for a wildcat strike and then i'm hoping i don't think so looking at their union numbers, <clears throat> but i mean good luck I hope um, they do for two reasons. One, because, you know, fucking labor rights, go workers go, but also the war on Christmas. (laughs) 
No one will be getting their treats. Everyone wants their Christmas M&Ms. They won't be able to get them because of the railroad. The joke's on them. I ordered my Christmas M&Ms weeks ago. No, you don't get your treats. You don't get your treats. It's all Biden's fault. He said it's illegal to go on strike. Everyone needs their treats. And now they're not going to get the treats. They're not going to get their Rice Krispie treats. I guess you could make those at home. Frankly, that's honestly the part of the problem is like railroad strike road workers have families too, you know? Yeah, but they don't need... I think they'd rather have sick days than treats, to be honest. Yeah, but here's what you like you looking at it from like your perspective sitting at home, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm telling you that it's very hard to commit to this wildcat strike. Like the public is going to be completely against them. Um, it, 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 it will. It's not going to work. I guess we'll see what happens, and that will be the last, the last days of Christmas. <laughs> no, it'll be, be like the Grinch Christmas will come next. together and learn that the real spirit of Christmas is the sick days we knew along the way. Oh no, it'll be there'll be no more Christmases after this. Once I institute phase three of my war on Christmas, I don't know what it is yet, but I don't know. Maybe uh, bring in some of the uh, Chinese strike breakers. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, so I had a hard time paying attention to this movie. I did learn while this movie was taking place that Arizona tea, Arizona iced tea, you know, the greatest corner store classic. They're releasing the um, alcoholic version. What? That's right. Do they, 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 they have pomegranate green tea back? Because I love that shit. Um, I don't know. I hope they have like the mango cart one. Arizona hard tea. I'm going to get this shit. It's fucking Christmas. I don't drink that often anymore. I've talked about it a lot on podcasts. Um, I have problems when I drink. But um, I do it occasionally. And <laughs> there's no better occasion than the war on Christmas. And then also uh, Arizona tea. <laughs> right, Arizona tea. <laughs> what the fuck? Why is this all Canadian shit? Uh, oh. I don't release it in America. You, didn't, you just read the headlines. Oh, no. No, this is... Why is Arizona tea... The fucking California site. Yeah, it's not a Arizona Arizona iced tea isn't made in Arizona. What the fuck? Molson Coors? I don't actually know who owns it more than Molson Coors owns it. Some Canadian shit. Molson. Canadians. Oh my I thought it was from Arizona. (laughs) No, you no, really? I thought no. Why else would it be named Arizona? There's nothing fucking going on in Arizona. That's <laughs> why they did it. Now, you know, Arizona has a certain, uh, like, a Western cowboyish mystique, I guess. And they're like, yeah, iced tea from the desert. Let's do it. Uh, I guess. That's where like, you drink iced tea is where it's hot. That's the hottest place Canada knows. <laughs> they wanted to know my location, and it's the nearest store is Queens Quay and Cooper Street. What the fuck is that? <laughs> you mean Queen Creek or what? No, I don't think so. I don't think they found me very well. No, I don't think they have any idea where you're at. Man, just let me go. I just want to go look at the hard teas. All right, we got hard green tea, hard lemon tea. It looks like it's just the base. You know, they have like the raspberry, the lemon, and the green tea, like the base one, base flavors. Yeah, that's looks it. like those are the only ones that are hard now. Yeah, that's boring. Well, I'll make my own hard tea. I'll get the fucking green tea one though, especially. Oh, they still come in the big cans. Oh yeah. Oh my god. I'm get What's fucked the, up on this tea. What's the percent alcohol there? Five percent, like a seltzer, oh, whatever. <laughs> but those Irish and iced tea cans are huge. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like um, what the four loco is like. What twelve percent? You know what I mean? It's not like <laughs> iced. I mean, fucking... That's what I mean though. Is just you're gonna pee a lot. It's nothing. You're not really gonna get drunk. But yeah. I mean, if you drink them fast enough, you'll be good. Uh, only three dollars. I gotta see if they're check availability, check nearby availability. Look me up. Hook me up with the tea, baby. Yeah, it's why does it show me fucking Canada? It's only show, I guess it's only out in Canada right now. Is what it looks like. But when the fucking when they when they come out, let me get them. Maybe you can get them some illegally shipped to you from Canada. I don't know if it's man. You can get um Arizona iced tea apparel. <laughs> Well, I don't, yeah, I don't really want to walk around well, with Arizona iced tea merchandise. On you don't them, want to long sleeve? I'll remember that for Christmas if, if there's no railroad strike, because otherwise it's not getting here. 
Damn, you can get a long sleeve. They got, you got a hoodie? Like, uh, floral button up. Yeah, they got hoodies. They got it all. They got anything in like a uh, flannel? No. It's unfortunate. Well, all right, well, good. we'll do a hoodie. What color is it? Um, They got a few different colors, different logos, different designs and stuff. It's not too bad. Good for you, Arizona T. I support you. Not really, because they're a corporation, but whatever. I'll drink your shit. Who cares? Do you notice at the end of uh, Christmas Prince, they're having burgers at her uh, jazz man dad's burger place or whatever, his diner? It's weird that he's a jazz man. Huh? He's all the time like, skip, man. I'm not Well, you know, everyone's yeah. got, is real doing, is doing a real thing here. They're trying. Oh, the guy who plays their dad, his name is Daniel Fathers. So he's <laughs> <laughs> nice. Play a lot of fathers, huh? Um, but yeah, they're like her friends are there and like, oh, our dates are here. And then it's like, oh, it's five minutes to midnight. And it's like, what? you're not meeting your dates until five minutes to midnight. midnight? And you're not also fucked up already. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing at midnight? You need to have done like, in my experience to have a good New Year's by midnight. You need to be like pretty twisted on like a little bit of like weed smoke and whatever you're drinking. But also you need to have done enough cocaine that you know that like you're going to have sex with like two to three of your friends that night by midnight. And these people, they're like, well, we're going to just have a nice little burger with the jazz dad. And all our dates are here. They also threw a snowball at the diner for some reason. That was like really unfriendly and no one's (laughs) fucked up yet. Yeah. It's like, Hey, someone's going to wipe that down. Assholes. What are you going to do at midnight when you're supposed to kiss and they're not like fucked up yet? Because you can have like a, just a huge group kiss, right? If you're fucked up enough, but, but they're not. They're just gonna like awkwardly like look around and look at their feet because they're just their dates. They don't know them well enough yet. If they had pre-gamed, like started drinking at four, cocaine gets there, gets cocaine, and you keep drinking. You're already like made out a few times at that point. Maybe like a dude's like hands gone up someone's dress. You know what I mean? You, you know. By the time midnight comes around, you're ready to go, no problem. But these people, they're they're just gonna be standing around looking like dorks. You know what I mean? They didn't, not nearly enough time. Five minutes, and your date just showed up. What are you doing? Is this what like real adults do? Uh, I mean, not really. I, I don't know how old these fucking people are. That's the problem, right? They're all. It's kind of nebulous. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm exaggerating and joking a little bit about. Well, no, I'm not even exaggerating or joking that much about my prior experience. But I've lived a little bit sloppier than a lot of people have. So, like, maybe my experience is a little bit extreme. But I feel like. Well, you can't. You're gonna meet your date, your New Year's Eve date, five minutes before midnight. I mean, I've What's never, I've never had like actual plans on New Year's. It's always been, hey, we're gonna we're meeting, you know, several hours before midnight. Yeah, and then see what happens. Yeah, you even if like you are having a respectful adult date for I New Year's. I mean, I don't know if we've really had like a respectful adult. I mean, basically, we, we had. I was young, and then we started. Having, we got married. We had kids, or we had kids and got married. Well, and I'm saying like, theoretically, I don't, know these, how, I don't know what the transition period looks like. Or... If these people are having a respectable adult um, middle class business uh, mid- New Year's date, they still you would meet your date yes. for dinner, right? And then you would have like some drinks at dinner. You maybe you, I mean, maybe you catch a show. I'm just trying to think of something like. Well, you just, at least it's just it's fucking boring. You well, at least um, meet us at our friend's diner. We well, we've already eaten. We'll walk five minutes. Do, do you even get to where you're going before midnight hits? You need to at least like meet up early enough that like you're not scrambling to meet at midnight, right? Five minutes. You got you guys should probably link up like at least an hour or two in advance. This is just everything about this movie rings false to me. I find it so unrelatable. Aldovia is not a real place. Why are they just white people with British accents? Uh, why they didn't check her credentials at all? That that butler <laughs> man was just like, was like it's a, well, he was the spirit of Christmas, I think. I guess because he was just kind of like, whatever, bitch, fucking good luck. And it's uh, like the yeah, the royal security didn't like vet this tutor at all. They didn't get a picture, a background check, um, fucking nothing. So just walk into the palace, like, yo, what's up? I'm yeah. here to fucking look at your yeah, no one frisk me or anything. Um, I carry no weapons. And then the best two is um. Oh, all right. So, uh, um, traditional three act structure. We gotta have conflict to resolve in the third act. Oh, okay, he's secretly adopted. All right, all right. How do I write myself out of this one? Um. Oh, the last king left a note that makes all of this irrelevant. 
Fucking if we only we found it in the original. Five stars. That's movie writing. Well, they're like, well, we gotta we gotta set up some payoffs, right? I learned about set up some payoffs in a little book called Shave the Cat. So you gotta make sure there's <laughs> We gotta shave this cat. We gotta shave him nude. All right, all right. We you gotta start with sure, the We gotta make sure that there, there's the acorn that has the secret note in it. We'll set that up early on. No, that's like the, you gotta have that on page five. Save the cat is like fucking set up. It's like page one, you know, fucking your out your outbreak happens, and page two is like the fucking uh, inciting incident, and it's it is it is a paint by numbers uh, script. Yeah, but it's written by the guy that did Stop or My Mom Will Shoot and Blank Check. So I mean, you how haven't, can you I haven't I mean, seen you write any Stallone <laughs> comedy pieces. <laughs> I was just gonna say I haven't, I haven't written any. Uh, movies that Arnold Schwarzenegger tricks Sylvester Stallone to do. <laughs> the Christmas Prince. Hey, um, I got a star review for you. I thought I'd seen it all. I thought I, the world had nothing left to offer me. Then I saw the A Christmas Prince. This festive dumpster fire full of cliches, cringy one-liners, and shameless exploitation of children with disabilities renewed my faith in the movie industry. This movie has proven that you can never have enough poorly produced films and milquetoast white protagonists who work for gossip magazines, mm. nor enough films starring a whiny, privileged asshat whose constant existential dread can be summed up with one sentence, but mom, I don't want to be king. If you ever wanted to live a, vicariously through an adopted sexless prince who resembles a russet potato or an eight-year-old princess who just won't stop saying, it's spider bimida and there is no cure. <laughs> and this is the film for you. Thank you, Christmas Prince, for my storing, restoring my faith in humanity. After all, if the Prince could somehow manage to fly to America with no security whatsoever so he could propose to the most basic white bitch in New York in front of her dad's barbecue shrimp place, anything is possible. Hey, that's that's Rose McIver, all right? You, whoever that is, you respect her. That's not just some basic white bitch. That's a basic white bitch in the Netflix movie, all right? He's Rose McIver. <laughs> that summed up everything we've basically said. And Ben Lamb is in it too. Ben Lamb. Mm. Oh, so, so delicious. <laughs> His uh, IMDb picture is really bad. Oh, I'm pull up. It might be. It might change depending on when you look at it. But I, get, you know what? All of his pictures look pretty bad. So I don't think it matters. Oh, you talking he, about this one where he's kind of like pale and his hairline looks terrible, and he yeah. looks like he got. He looks like he just got some bad news. <laughs> He's two years younger than you. Yikes. He looks <laughs> a lot older than me. <laughs> I guess it's just the hairline. Like, the you, hairline. Have fucked up, you have a fucked up hairline. It's bad news for you, unfortunately. Let's see. Since I'm here, what else has he done? Fucking nothing I've ever heard of. What do you mean? It's Ben Lamb. Bedlam. He's in Divergent. Now you see me too. What the fuck is Divergent? Oh, is it that stupid movie with what's her face? It's like one of those um, young adult novels. Yeah, the one with like uh, Shane Lee Woodley or Woolly, the one that's you know I make fun of her because I find her acting Woody, (laughs) Wooden. I don't know who that is. I don't think you know Shane Lee Woodley. Shane Lee Wood. That's her name, right? Shane Lee Woodley. Hold on, I'm just gonna click on Divergent. No, I Shane Lee Woodley. You don't. I could have sworn you've talked of her before. Shailene Woodley. Yeah, maybe I'm mistaken. It doesn't matter. She's an American actress. Shailene Woodley. No, I have no clue who this bitch is. <laughs> She's born in San Bernardino, California. Uh-oh, nepotism. <laughs> no, no, no. You wouldn't guess it from her acting. We're going to out Shailene Woodley. Shailene Woodley. I can't say her fucking nepotism. name. Shailene Woodley. She did, oh, she's got an activism section on Wikipedia. She I don't know. I'm not reading all that shit. I don't even care about her parents anymore. Whatever nepotism, unremarkable white bitch. You can't say that. <laughs> There's uh, too many of them these days. If you ask me, I mean, we're watching there. all our movies right now. But, uh, yeah, the, I mean, Christmas time, huh? This is how you know Christmas is bad because if you go to watch any Christmas movie on Netflix, that's all it is. Just dumb white people doing dumb white people shit. Not even like real the white people shit. I don't think. This is just this movie is just a bunch of cliches and shit that you see in like sitcoms and Nickelodeon shows and shit. So like it's not even dumb white people shit. It's just like dumb made up white people shit. 
I think this is how real people act. Yeah, it's another one of those movies that are like they fed an algorithm like um Princess Diaries and uh, Overboard and just other romantic comedies. They fed it an algorithm and then the prompt they also prompted it with Christmas and then it was like, okay, here you go, here's the movie we shout out. If they put fucking put the lamb guy in it, goddammit, and get me Court Overstreet. Produced by fucking, something no one's ever said before. Produced by Mickey Gooch. The Gooch man's on it. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. That was a whack ass movie. And that's why Christmas is over. Christmas is over. canceled. The mom was like, man, the Kanye. queen, as soon as she walked in, I was like, Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> no, Margaret she's a real person. Thatcher. She likes fun. She lets her daughter toboggan. Yeah, there's real quick to just like, oh, we're, and we're regular people too. We're regular people, except for this weird cousin we have. He's a real shit ass. He should never be king. Yeah, and also the previous king wrote a note, so that changes the laws. He decreed it with his special stamp. You I mean, know, if the king just makes the laws, then what do we need the prime minister for? Yeah, why was there like a parliament that had to come hang out? Because England has one, Kyle. That's why. We That's, don't know how to write, so we just copy something else. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't that wasn't England. That was Aldovia. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Again, I don't Aldovia. know if they just think the audience is stupid, which some of them are, or the people that wrote this movie are just fucking dumb. Because everything in this movie is just like I saw something about a king once, and it had England in it, and we're gonna do that. No, they just stated the fucking um. Princess, princess Diaries. Diaries. Yeah. yeah. A little let's, bit. Uh, we gotta see. There's gotta be... It's a Christmas Princess Diaries. We got there's gotta be people who love this movie. Let's see what let's see what some of the our America's finest have to say about Christmas Prince, the Christmas bitch. The people that can't read above a fourth grade level. I Five feel that so cute. Legendary, overly cheesy, very bad writing. Enjoyable, terrible, hilarious, incredibly predictable, stupid, flawless. It's called Spina Diffida. Spina Diffida is no care. Long and not long enough. Might actually be the best good bad film ever. No. Oh, it passes the Bechdel test, though. Oh, this great. That's important. Five stars. Yeah. Two yes, women to thing. each other. Wow. wow. They fucking did it. Movies. Film. <laughs> Cinema. This is what Spielberg and Scorsese are always talking about, the power of cinema. cinema. Imagine two women talking to each other. Not <laughs> about a man. About how hot the prince is. The what, guy was the question? what was the question? Are they talking about the t- the little girl and the tutor, though? Yeah, they, she talked about spina bifida, not the <laughs> prince. So. I don't think that counts, because they also talked about the prince a whole lot. The prince with the cool bike can get laid all Christmas long. Oh, Christmas long. He had a cool <laughs> boat, too. Damn, need me a Christmas I mean, you know, If you're a prince and you can't get laid at Christmas, you're just a bad prince. I'm not kidding when I say this is one of my favorite movies of all time. Fuck yeah, that's some astute criticism. Give that shit five stars. A true fairy tale oh, with a happy shit. ending makes this an awesome Christmas fairy movie. It was funny, sad, and the closeness of the family in the end is a great... Is great and of course a villain watched every year since it first debuted. I think I made her sound stupider than she actually was, but she there's some weird grammar here that really threw me off. So this one's got uh, five stars and was written quite well, um, but the content of it it makes me think this must be a satirical post. So let me read it to you, and you just you got it has to be. Amber is an incredible writer. She clearly has a strong sense of morality when it comes to her career. Why else would she fraud a child and family to get the scoop? Her readers are honored to have her. The director does a fantastic job at showing some of her writing so viewers get a first-hand look at her creative process. The ending was wholly unpredictable. I thought Richard would never forgive Amber, but those red converse are so hard to resist. I love how hardy all of the actors are because they don't have to worry about staying warm in Aldovia's winter. They really commit to the story. I can't wait to binge the whole series. This, that's got to be satire, right? God, it's hard to tell these days, isn't it? It's, yeah, but I mean, it's... I want to um, think it is. None of the Americans are played by American actors. They're not even Canadians. <laughs> Five stars. Here's... Oh, hell, this is it. This is the one. They got... If they... If Netflix ever goes under and they have to re-release like their movies on like DVDs and shit... This is going on there? 
this one's going on here. This it's a uh, five stars. This is the love story Princess Diana deserved. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's got to be satire, right? I don't know. This one's five stars. This film is actually super intelligent. You just can't respect that because you hate films with female leads. Nah, that's fair. That's probably yeah. true. Quentin Tarantino. Well, I mean, he had one film with a female. Two. Two films. <laughs> it's four out of nine films that are female. <laughs> he has a better track record than Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> well, no shit. Marvel's done what? Two? <laughs> out of like 40? Yeah. Yeah, but the other day when he was talking, clowning on, well, he wasn't even clowning on Marvel. He was just accurately saying that people don't go to movies to see who's the guy that plays. They don't go to see Chris Evans. They go to see Captain America. And then yeah. all the Marvel nerds got mad and they're like, well, at least Marvel's got black people and women in their movies. And it's oh, like, this is Tarantino you're talking to. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, though, was, yeah. He's maybe like a. Time bit, it was really weird, guys, but let's, let's take a step back. Yeah, he may be a little bit like too into black people, you know, in like a strange way. But um, he's certainly, uh, yeah, there's not a lack of diversity in his films. He's also, to, even from personally, anecdotally, and I think even brought in that, he championed a lot of East Asian films in the early 90s, like Chungking Express and stuff. Like, I was exposed to, like, Wong Kar Wai and uh, Bong Joon-ho because of Quentin Tarantino. So, fuck you, Marvel. <laughs> <clears throat> um yeah so christmas prince uh this is this is getting a big old goose egg for me this is zero out of ten this is uh everything i hate about society um the american culture capitalism everything no, I this Moldovia. there's no america this is not even there's barely any scenes set in america sir this is this is all this is completely made in the cauldron of american consumer culture and then reappropriated for aldovia um oh, this is <laughs> Dump Everything Christmas over a bunch of other bullshit. I hate Christmas now. God damn it. You hate Christmas before. No, I used to love Christmas, and then I watched fucking Christmas Prince. Now I hate it. I wish it could just be Halloween forever. I'm super goth. <laughs> super goth. Yeah, this is our first zero out of ten for me. This movie has no redeeming qualities. I mean, I, still, I like enjoyed just how fucking terrible and bad it was. But yeah, it's definitely a zero out of ten movie. There was a part where they're like, oh, you need to curtsy to the queen, and she does like a, a monkey type move, right? Yeah. That was that first second I was like, hmm. I, expel I expelled air forcefully through my nose. <laughs> you know? I wasn't huh. laughing out loud, but I was like, hmm. Huh. So. I don't know what that's called. A short? <laughs> I did a short. Yeah, that's huh. a. Maybe it gets a half star out of 10. <laughs> all just because of that. There, there was one part where they're like, you're a traitor. I'm like, she's an American. That's right. Fucking American America respects monarchies, all right. That's what we're all about. And yeah, we we stuck <laughs> the hell out of them. She's a traitor to American beliefs, is what he meant. And you you you're over here fiddling with monarchies. Get out there and fucking crush some Latin American left wing governments. That's what America's about. You piece of shit. You don't fuck with the royalty. Uh, what should we watch next week? Guillermo del, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio will be on Netflix next week on December 9th. We should watch that, I guess. Because watch uh, a good movie, huh? Yeah, I, well, I'm going more on Christmas. I'm not watching <laughs> no Christmas. I'm not choosing any Christmas movies because it's more on Christmas. I'm watching Pinocchio. My only question is how much singing is in it? I don't know, actually. Man, I want a lot of singing. It says musical drama, so they're probably Hell yeah, singing fuck it. you, uh, Gormo. Stop motion fantasy musical drama. How, um, I haven't heard too much about it. And I haven't listened to it too pretty, much. I, don't, I haven't actually heard any. Actual yeah, movies. I like watched the trailer and I was like, "Oh, cool," <coughs> or like the first teaser. But I haven't looked into it too much. But um, just before we watch it, a prediction a week in advance. Do you think it has um anything to do do with? Do you think there'll be any anti-fascist elements in this Pinocchio story from Guillermo del Toro that's set in um Italy? Oh, never mind. I just read the plot and. It <laughs> It it specifically says it takes place in 1930s fascist Italy. So I know I think that's just said that backdropping. I don't think it will even comment on beyond that. Yeah, I don't think General Toro will talk about that. That'd be strange. That'd be weird if he played. Yeah, he he's odd. You yeah. know what I mean? Also weird. Why would he bring up fascism in this day and age? Huh? I don't know. Stupid. He's never he's never brought it up in any of his other movies. I don't think. I don't know. I don't know. It's not like there's a. I don't really remember. You know, fucking not. I don't think so. I, think I don't remember if, was, if they did. 
Yeah. That'd be, that'd be pretty weird. Freaking yeah. Emerald Door Charge or something like that, yeah. Uh, yeah, Pinocchio next week. Uh, War on Christmas. I'll, I'll unveil Phase 3 next week. Unless... I thought you already did. Wasn't there... Isn't this Phase 4 now? Did I... Did I stroke uh, out? Phase two, it was going to be railroad strike. Railroad strike. What was, you said something about phase three earlier. Uh, phase two point five is maybe wildcat strike if that happens. But if those don't happen, I got to completely re- reevaluate my. Uh, you're not even fa- you're going to have to do like uh, phase one B instead or something. Well, how do you? Do, what do you? Yeah. What do you is it phases know. anymore? Or is it like alternate plans? How does this work? What's I'll well I'll switch from it, currently it's like phase one phase two but if wildcat strike doesn't happen we're gonna go back to phase A so it'll be a a new thread of phases again? <laughs> oh. yeah and this time I'll the new the the uh, influenza virus is going around right now is pretty strong so I'll get that and give it to everyone I already had my flu and shot then, though should I be okay oh damn it you listener if you want to celebrate Christmas ever again. You'll go to VHSKVLT.com, donate to the Patreon, listen to the other podcasts. You'll also tell your friends and family and your lovers about this podcast. And if you're a big booty hoe, my email is probably Kyle at McVentureProductions.com. Do what's right. Save Christmas. Um, Actually, there's really no saving it after watching Christmas Prince. I just, I'll have to watch like that um, Mina Christmas video from last year, like... 3,000 times in order to get Christmas Prince out of my mind enough to even care about Christmas a little bit ever again. You know I've been listening to Bright Eyes, though. But also this year, I've been listening to Elliot Smith, Songs of Hia. Um, I was like, were you specifically listening to Bright Eyes Christmas album? No, I just Bright Eyes in general. I usually do in the wintertime. Um, sort of sad, cold music. Yeah, Elliot Smith, Songs of Hia. Just some other, like, Rust Belt indie Alt country folk music from the early 2000s. I'm really having a white Christmas. <laughs> oh. <laughs> mediocre white man. That's right. Doesn't get more mediocre. <laughs> no media, more mediocre lyricists and songwriters than Connor Oberst and Elliot Smith. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right. I guess that's it for content sewer. See you next week for Pinocchio and the death knell for Christmas. Put the final nail on the coffin like a like the Undertaker and, and Royal Rumble, bitch. Yeah.